Are you listening closely? And he saw them, they were making their headway painfully, for the wind was against them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. He meant to pass them. Mark six forty-eight. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. Luke 24, verses 28 and 29. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock, and while my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Exodus 33, 21 through 23. And he said, Go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. 1 Kings 19, verse 11. Did you pick up the thing that these four verses, pretty disparate verses, have in common? Did you pick up this thing? Over and over again, we see the same image, right? We see the two New Testament verses. One of them is when Jesus is walking on the water out to them, as Mark tells the story, and he made as if to pass them by, right? And then as Luke tells the story of the road to Emmaus, they go into the inn and Jesus made as if he was going to pass them by and go further. In Exodus 33, God Moses asks to see God's glory. God says, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and put my hand over you, and I will pass by. And then in 1 Kings 19, he says to Elijah, Come to the mouth of the cave, and I will pass by. Okay? All right? And this is not just me wishfully thinking and looking for a repeated image. This is a Greek word, perechomai, which means to pass by, perechomai. I'm sure I'm doing that wrong. Go ahead and tell me if I am. Perechomai, which means to pass by. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Geocaching Scripture. This is Josh in the strolling studio of No Fixed Address, hiding from my kids yet again. Um, and I'm trying to get, you know these things done get this get these podcasts done i have three kids and they own my house and occasionally i am able to burrow into a small corner where they can't find me and today well here we are geocaching is this sort of nerd geography hobby where you go and look for these geocaches which is are these little treasures you find them in a park you find them on a hike you find them all over the place there are these little things that you can find that sort of put a little treasure hunting back into a, a hike or a walk that may be familiar to you. Never too much in a geocache, just small. And it just brings in a little more excitement. The treasure hunting is an end in itself. And I have found that scripture has become extremely familiar to me. I was raised deep within the folds of the evangelical movement. I was a spark, 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 spark for Jesus. I have, you know, like... Most of my nightmares when I was a kid were populated by voices and images from Carmen videos. So, <clears throat> having been in that environment long enough, 
the Bible got a little bit repetitive for me. I got a little case of the yeah, 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 as I've heard that before. So what I'm finding as I grow older and as I study the scripture for what it is, are these little geocaches, little tiny treasures of language, cultural situation, um, you know, timing, chronology, all sorts of things that bring out the beauty of what's there in the scripture. And it's always something very small that gets my attention again. And that's it. That's the way it is with God's word is that we just, if it's not interesting to us, usually the fault is our own. Um, you have to approach it as it is. Um, and I understand that scripture can be dry to us in certain seasons in our lives. Um, and that's something we pray through and look for guidance and look for the right, the right, uh, interpretive community, the church to be with us and help us through that. Um, but looking down in there, you find these treasures, these geocaches that you'll be amazed by. And what I found here, I thought was really interesting. Um, I, I love the story of the road to Emmaus appearing. I love the story of Jesus walking on the water. And it has these uncomfortable little phrases in it where it says, Jesus made as if to pass them by. Again in Greek, perechomai. Perechomai, something like that. I'm sure that's wrong. So what we have here is the biblical phenomenon of what's called the Leitwort, which is German, and I'm sure that's wrong too. So the Leitwort is a word that's used in a repeated way to create a theme and to tie certain stories together, right? And in the Old Testament, when God would appear to people, often he was passing by. There was a, sorry, they would say would Yahweh would pass by Elijah or Yahweh would pass by Moses. And then the gospel writers pick up on that as a hint as to who Jesus is. He made as if to pass them by. Very interesting that in the Old Testament, at least in our examples, these are when God is very close and revealing himself. Um, for Moses, he's, he's putting his hand over him and passing by and letting him see his back, the back of his glory. And, um, and then... For Elijah, it's the famous story of the still small voice when God reveals who he really is to Elijah, you know, blows apart things with a storm and all these other things. And in the end, he's there in the still small voice. Picked up hundreds of years later in Mark, we have Jesus walking on water, making as if to pass them by. And in that moment, it's like he's revealing himself. He's about to reveal himself to come very close to who he is. Uh, I believe it's in Mark where Jesus says, do not be afraid, I am, at that point. You know what? I don't have to believe it's in Mark. I'm going to look it up right now. I would not lead you astray. I'm not going to quote scriptures off the top of my head. That's, you know, resulted in a lot of damage in history. Let's see. We'll look up Mark chapter 6. Jesus walks on water. So he meant, and about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. He meant to pass them by. But when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out. For they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Now look at the original language there. He says, Take heart, I am. Do not be afraid. I am. The hints are just dropping like flies here. 
Jesus is Yahweh. Jesus is Yahweh. Jesus is God. Come to earth. Come to us. He uses I am, which is the sacred name of God. Take heart. I am. Right? He made as if to wait, to pass them by. Parerkomai. A lot of the, um, the gospel writers especially uh, were drawing on the Greek Old Testament. So they're using, reusing Greek words to create this litvort, this interwoven theme that ties things together. So they're going to refer to things in Greek, whereas the Old Testament was written in, quiz, Hebrew. That's right. Very good. Very good. Um, so the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, but the Old Testament that they were reading would have been what was called the Septuagint, which was written in Greek. And that would have been the Old Testament that Jesus quotes. There are a few places where Jesus says things and people are like, oh, that's not in the Old Testament. We caught him. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, like various people that try to take apart the Christian narrative. And then if you look at it more closely, you see Jesus was a good Jewish kid of the time who lived in occupied Israel where they read the Greek Old Testament. And he was quoting the Greek version. Now, the Greek version is the same as the Hebrew version. It's just some of the wording might be a little bit different. And when they pick up on words to play puns and do things like put in a leaf for it and put in the phrase he meant to pass them by over and over again, they will do so with Greek words. So that's a, that's a good thing to know as you look at studying scripture. And this is one of those places where Jesus is giving these hints that he is present, that he is there, and that he is God. And I think we see these little hints, right? These little tiny hints in our lives on occasion where Jesus says, don't be afraid. I am. Don't be afraid. It's me. I'm here with you. I am the one who walked past Moses. I am the one who walked past the mouth of the cave while Elijah was there. I am the one who walked past the disciples on the sea. I am the one who stopped at the door in the inn at Emmaus. And I am here and I am with you. And I am and I will not pass you by. Thanks for listening to Geocaching Scripture. Pax Humana. Cheers. <laughs>